VHS Files podcast contains spoilers, adult content, and harsh language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the mini-sode. Welcome back to the VHS Files, everybody. And it is officially Green Month in March. We're talking about green movies. Tonight, we're talking about our top four green movies. How are you guys doing? I'm feeling a little green under the gills, Josh. That was an Eric joke. No, no, no. I thought you guys would for sure be wearing green. I expected Jason to come out dressed like he just walked off like a Mardi Gras parade with like with like green hey. beads and shit all over his hey, face. Hey. Green man is saving your life right now, bro. Just go with the flow. You say that right now. This is Mardi Gras season in Southeast Texas because we're right next door to Louisiana. So it's Mardi Gras weekend all this past weekend here in Southeast Texas. Mardi Gras is officially today, Fat Tuesday, yeah. that we're recording on right now, yeah. Fat Tuesday down yeah. in New Orleans. And so. Uh, so, you know, you come to the podcast every week with some new insane costume. We have green and you're not even, you don't have a, you're just like the most yeah, I, basic you've ever dressed hey. for the podcast. Yeah, I expected I'm, a shredded shirt, his face painted all green like he's the fucking Incredible Hulk or something. Smash, Jason, smash! <laughs> Some I'm, big I'm, production. I'm saving it up for an upcoming episode that we're going to be doing. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, it, it's a special episode and uh, we might be giving away some stuff, a lot oh. of stuff. Well, that, <laughs> that's one thing I'm going to get to as we kick off this episode. We do have a lot of giveaways coming up. And at the end of the month, we will be giving away this copy of Lamb from A24. Ooh, Lamb. Blu-ray. Like and um, yeah, I mean, I watched this. It's uh, it's something else. It's a bit of an acquired taste. But <laughs> I, haven't, I, I haven't seen that one yet. It's, it's I haven't an A24. seen it either, Josh, but it's I've a, heard... It's an A24 movie. That's what I can say yep. about it. That's all yep. you got to say. A20, yeah. you, they, you, you start to watch a trailer and A24 pops up. You're like, okay, I'm going to have to sit back and yep. think about this one. So we will be giving this away uh, on our last episode of the of, of March. So make sure you stay tuned for the details on how you can win this copy of Lamb from A24. But tonight we're talking about our top four green movies. Uh, green's a cool color, I guess. Uh, I had to defend sure. why I think Alien is a green movie last week. Um, so, Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about the color green? Oh yeah, you know the, the color green. <clears throat> I just look. I just googled this. This is on NoFilmSchool.com. I think that's where I got the one for the red <laughs> episode we did too. But uh, you know, just quickly, you know, green is associated with healing soothing perseverance tenacity self-awareness uh pride unchanging nature environment healthy uh good luck of course renewal youth vigor spring generosity fertility jealousy inexperience and envy of course it's weird because a lot of the movies i'm going to talk about green is more like or like I associate these movies with the color green, but they're kind of like nothing like what you just described. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think uh, it can be a doesn't always have to directly tie to shit like that, but also it can be a contrasting. You know, it can mm -hmm. provide contrast or uh, juxtaposition. You know, so yeah, let's get into it. I mean, well, see, you had his green list. See, the green list I got is different. And this might this goes into my movies and maybe Josh's movies, but okay. I had it laced it as nature, immaturity, I said that. I corruption, said 
ominous darkness and danger which are totally the other opposite of most of the ones you said <laughs> uh, darkness green is i guess i guess there are some examples in my own thing where green does kind of lead to darkness but we'll yeah we'll get there i guess maybe well we're gonna go around do do a whole round table like we did on the uh, top four red movies episode we'll start with our number four and then we'll go down to our number one and I think we're going to let Jason kick it off with his. I don't, don't want to go. He's got the green shirt. Let I don't go. care. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the man who picks who goes first. So you go first, Jason. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I went with this movie. Uh, it's not like, uh, I mean, a lot of people say when they see green movies, they automatically think like the matrix, something that is just totally showered in green. Mm-hmm. But when Josh said we're going to do green movies, I kind of went with things that are subtle hints of green that make me remind me of these movies or in the title, possibly, and stuff like that. But this one does not, it's not in the title. But for my number four, I went with Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. We will definitely be talking about that movie on this podcast at some point in time. But I'm very glad you picked it on your top four here. Yeah. I mean, this one, uh, it's a personal favorite of mine. It's also. Uh, a movie that the soundtrack inspired a lot of the bands that I love now. Uh, mm-hmm. First time I ever heard Machine Head. Yep. On the soundtrack. You, I think you've mentioned that on the show before. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, this soundtrack, this just changed my life. That and the Mortal Kombat soundtrack had Fear Factory on it. Well, at least so. the soundtrack for Mortal Kombat was good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was directed by Ernest Dickerson, who did Juice. Uh, he did a lot of TV. He's done a lot of Walking Dead over the years. Oh, wow. Uh, ER, The Wire, Dexter. Uh, he's also directed some episodes of Raised by Wolves, the the uh, season two, and I hear that's kind. Of, I need to watch that uh, show. Everybody's talking about it. It's pretty. Crazy. I haven't gotten in. Yeah, I haven't gotten into it yet. I've heard a lot of people say it's interesting. But uh, I mean, but speaking of the green in it, it's the uh, the demons. They have like these green beady eyes. Uh, we meet Billy Zane's character, which he is the collector. Which this made this movie made me love Billy Zane. Oh yeah. This cowboy shit. You fucking hold up, hold up. Well, then they're motherfuckers. Uh, when he reaches up with his hand, he has this little demon claw and he opens up and that green oozy blood comes out and he throws it on the ground and we get demons. But and the movie poster art is uh, all green. It's got green lighting throughout the movie here and there. So when you said green, this was definitely, I thought needed to be on my list. Well, even tells from the crypt TV show. I remember, you know, you get that whole tracking shot that goes to the house down to the coffin to the crypt keeper. And when he pops out and then the title card comes up on screen, you got that green ooze that just comes down over the screen with the purple letters. Some of you know, purple and green contrast really well together. Yeah. They're complimentary colors. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, They're complimentary in color. Yeah. Yeah. They're complimentary. Okay, I'm going to complimentary. Get your shit right, Josh. God, did you not go to art school? No. <laughs> I barely went to high school, so. <laughs> what is art school? But I thought it was cool, this one, because we got uh, Billy Zane in it, but the uh, reoccurring characters in a lot of these movies we talk about, good old Dick Miller. Dick Miller. Dick, Dick Miller. Miller's in this movie. Good old guy from Gremlins, man. And, good old uh, guy tons from of Gremlins. Other. Good he old guy from Chopping Mall. <laughs> Chopping Mall, The Burbs, Night of the Creeps. Yep. yep. And we've talked about that one. Almost too. famous alumni, Dick Miller. There you mm. go. But uh, that's my number four. Number four. All right, Eric, what's your number four? Oh, let me see, Josh. 
Let me see what my number four is going to be. Don't even come to the show prepared. Jesus I, No, I'm prepared. I'm just pulling up my notes. I didn't know you were going to go to me next. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's start with, uh, you know, this is one, Jason, you said it just made you think of a movie. You're just like initial reaction when somebody says green. Yeah. Uh, a Thin Red Line came to mind. Oh, um, okay. Okay. You know, just the <laughs> lush green landscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jungle uh, throughout the film. I think it, that's an example of the juxtaposition, uh, you know, of the all the life that surrounds them while they're in war. And, mm-hmm. you know... All the death. Yeah, I mean, he even, <laughs> you know, in his peaceful moments, you know, in the jungle, that kind of stuff, he's looking at the leaves blowing. He's uh, just the green leaves, green grass, green everything yeah uh, green uniforms all the army stuff is green i i just that just was like one of the first things that popped into my head when uh when we said green so there you have it you guys like that movie yeah i've only seen it like once or twice i don't and i can't remember it because my memory sucks Mm. but it is definitely a watch i watched it way back in the day It's one of the first Terrence Malick movies I ever saw. Um, I didn't really know much about Terrence Malick until uh, Eric turned me on to Film Junk Podcast, and they talked about Terrence Malick quite a bit. And uh, I think this one, I mean, this one still is very uh, artsy, I guess you would say, and doesn't follow your typical uh, storytelling narrative. Uh, And this is before I think Terrence Malick really got into a lot more like visual storytelling i mean he definitely does visual storytelling in this but i think he goes a little overboard with it later down the line with like tree of life and stuff like that but but yeah i i really like thin red line it's a it's a very underrated war movie i think i think not among film people but no yeah uh and the cast is insane you want to talk about like almost famous oh yeah possibilities george clooney John Cusack, Woody Harrelson, Elias Cotis. Yeah. Stacked, um, stacked cast. Yeah. Sean Penn, Nick Nolte. Did you say we Nick just Nolte? keep going? Just keep Sean going. Penn. <laughs> every Nick actor, Nolte. every actor was in this movie. Uh, <laughs> All of Hollywood yeah. made a cameo. Yeah, basically. So Sean Connery probably shows up at some point. That's two movies I definitely did not expect to to hear pop up on a green list. So I'm I'm a little surprised yeah. at what we're gonna have going forward here. I kind of attacked the green movies with uh, you know, obviously there's the titles that have green in them. So I have a couple here that have green in the title. May not be my top top movies, but and then there's Thomas the ones, Jane. The Punisher. The worst Jared, Punisher. Jared Leto is in it. We're still Sorry. on a thin red line. Yeah, thin red line. <laughs> He's still Dick. hung up on it. He's Josh has moved on to talking about John C. Riley. We're still getting Eric to talk about his movie, folks. Tom John Hanks, Travolta is in it, dude. Matt Damon. John Travolta is in it. Vin Diesel. <laughs> is Tom Hanks in this movie? He's in every re- movie. <laughs> I can't even like remember some of these people, some of these names I'm seeing. It's insane. Anyway. That happens Sorry, in so, war movies, though, man. Like, I I didn't, I oh, forgot yeah. Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan until I watched yeah. it a couple years ago. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So you were saying I don't have any more names I'm going to say. So carry on. Well, like you guys said, when you say green movies, the first thing that pops into my head is Cheech and Chong open smoke. (laughs) Hey, the ganja green. That's right. (laughs) 
this is this is the the movie that introduced me to Cheech and Chong. Uh, I, of course, I had seen Cheech Marin in movies uh, oh, yeah. before these, but uh, you know, probably saw Cheech and Chong movies way before I needed to. But I remember A watching. <laughs> I remember watching Cheech and Chong up in smoke and just absolutely loving it, especially the first half of the movie when it's them meeting each other and the whole conversation between them in the car when he picks Chong up on the side of the street. What? Yeah, my dog ate my stash, man. Had it on the table and the little motherfucker ate it, man. Yeah? So I had to follow him around a little baggie for three days before I got it back. It really blew the dog's mind. You mean we're smoking dog shit, man? <laughs> I still will watch Up and Smoke and laugh my ass off. So that's my number four. Cheech and Chong, Up and Smoke. I like it. How about Jason, number three? 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 Uh, uh, we've actually talked about this movie uh on the vhs files before i believe it I, i'm gonna throw out the episode number see if you could guys guess it without looking at your computer josh i'm already we, looking at it we talked it about it on episode number six josh turn your computer off <laughs> yeah, turn your computer off <laughs> episode but, uh, number six eric without right. looking don't don't you dare bring it up okay. i i don't have it i don't have it episode number six we talked episode about this movie six. i think i know what it is all the way back nope nope I think I want to guess. Mo- guess the Monster Squad. Nope. No, okay, so it was okay. So what the fuck was episode know. six? We don't even know what episode of the show. <laughs> it's in our. It's in our opening. It's showtime. We'll talk about Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, ah. Beetlejuice. Uh, I mean, you definitely. I mean, we like you said, we already talked about it. It's Tim Burton. It's Beetlejuice. Green hair, green makeup, green lighting all throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, especially when they're in purgatory or wherever it is. So, like, when you say green, I'm thinking this. Beetlejuice. That, the cartoon, we love, I love it. Green color everywhere. Right. It's, it's hair. Just, it's you everything. Nick well, like, even when you, zoom, when you zoom in, you can see the green hair, the green in his teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty uh, gnarly, but, yeah. Gotta love yeah, Tim Burton. Definitely he's, agree he's, with that one. He's definitely uh, big in the colors in his movies, and I think uh, the green definitely fits him. So that's my number three. All right. If you want to listen to what we thought about Beetlejuice, I'll link the episode in the comments below if you're watching us on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's nice of you, Josh. I know. I'm just such a nice guy. He's just going to tell you where to go. Just push the button. Eric, what's your number three? Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to go number... Oh man. Shit. Oh, he forgot his movies. No, no. No. Uh, no, I marked five instead of four off my list. So now I have to cut one. Oh, this isn't uh, a top right. five list, Eric. I know. I, I'm going to go with uh, Wreck. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I, yeah. I wanted, you know, Night Vision comes to mind. That's when you said darkness. You know, that's what I was thinking is Night Vision. And um, that could have been a few different movies, but. Mm-hmm. Wreck is my favorite found footage movie. Uh, and yeah, anytime it's dark, which is a lot, uh, you're looking through some green and black night vision. We we have mentioned Wreck on this show a couple of times. I think it's one of the best found footage movies there is out there. Um, you know, it just, it's it does something 
so much different than all the other found footage horror movies. And I don't know what it is. It's just like, honestly, like other than the fact that it's a found footage movie, I don't know how much different it does from a typical zombie movie, but it's just the fact that you're in that kind of first person stance throughout that entire movie and just the choreography of how everything happens and the fact that you're in one location. And it's, it's definitely, uh, I mean, if you have not seen Rick, absolutely go check it out. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies at, at all. And, yeah. uh, you know, I do love zombies, so it's scratches that itch and it's, yeah, it's intense and, and it's like a visceral experience. It's very, it's very cool. And all yeah. the sequels are, are, are decent. I mean, some people have problems with the last couple of sequels, but honestly, I think all the sequels that have been made to it are worth watching and have some value at some point. A lot of people don't like the third one cause it kind of abandons the whole found footage part but I think the third one is very fun. Uh, the aesthetic they go for in too. that one and the wedding and all that stuff. And then the fourth one obviously abandons the whole found footage thing altogether. But I still think there's good stuff in there. But Eric, you let me know what you think of those movies when you get that box set, okay? Yeah, Josh was nice enough to uh, pick up the rec box set for me. So yeah. that's in the mail. I'm waiting for it right now. So I'm, thank you, Josh. You are welcome. And there's I haven't a- seen three or four in a long time. So I'm really excited to watch those again. Cool. There's a lot of those type movies where it's the night vision and stuff like, was that movie quarantine? Uh, A lot of the descent. Well, Well, quarantine is just a remake of of war. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But I'm just saying all these movies that are like that, that use the night vision. There's what's that one? uh, uh, Rollerball with uh, LL Cool J and stuff. There's a whole sequence where it's all night vision when they're trying to run away from the government. It's like 10 minutes, 15 minutes of all this green is actually, we didn't need. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that plays into, either. that plays into war movies too. Like I remember, I remember zero dark, dark 30, like the whole last yeah. act of that movie fucking takes place with night vision. Yeah. Uh, you could even say silence of the lambs. Yeah. You know? yeah. Silence of the lambs. Another great example of that. Well, uh, my number three had trouble narrowing down, but it was between two movies that we have talked about on this show. And I think I'm going to go with the less popular one for everybody, I believe. But I'm going with Reanimator. At my I knew it would three. be on one of your guys' list. I knew <laughs> you were going to pick it. <laughs> I I really was a, a newcomer to, to Reanimator. I just really watched the movie for the first time a couple of years ago. And I, I absolutely love Reanimator. I think it does... I think it does horror well. I think it does comedy well. I think the people in the movie are great. I, I love the premise. It's just goofy enough for me, and it's just gory enough for me. But you can't think of that movie and not think about the the, the glowy green syringe yep. with the the stuff in it. And but yeah, I mean, I was just going through some clips of it just to kind of you know uh, get familiar with it again. And I was like, man, this movie is so fucking good. Uh, and honestly, uh, this this might upset some people, but it edged out the fly for my number three spot. Oh, that is definitely a green movie. I see. I I tried to avoid those because I knew that was ones that like the fly, the Matrix, that people would just pick immediately. So yeah, I was I was trying to avoid those. Try to think about it a little harder. Yeah, a little harder than you thought about it, Josh. Maybe try thinking about it a little harder next time. I'll try. I'll take it under advisement, jerkweed. Jason <laughs> thinks you're a basic bitch. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I don't disagree with that. 
<laughs> what an obvious choice. Jason, number two for you. I think Josh would be surprised at my number two. Oh, I think he, we all would. Jason. You, you've surprised me with some number twos before. <laughs> oh, God, that stitch. What the fuck did you eat? <laughs> what the fuck? You're dying on the inside. My number two is 1999's David Fincher, Fight Club. People are always asking me if I know Tyler Durden. Three minutes. This is it. Ground zero. Wow. Okay. You, you, I think you're going to have to explain yourself a little bit because I don't <laughs> think of green at all when I think about okay. Fight Club. Well, I think there's some, there's some color grading, like green stuff, green, like, you know, there's a lot of color grading stuff in there because, uh, dude, I already had my list done. I go to bed last night and it pops up on things you need to watch on my Amazon fire stick. And there was fight club. You know what? I didn't watch this one. I turn it on and on my TV. And then I checked it on my projector today. There is actually a green hue through a lot of the movie. And there are green things placed in the background, like green cabinets, a green wall, the green tile, the green in the shower curtain, the green floor, the green look at the house that they're in. And I'm like, whoa, I never. And then when they do the the shots to the, like the little CGI thing of the highway, all the lights are green. Hmm. And uh, I realized even through the whole movie, it's, a lot of green in the movie. It's not like Matrix green, but it it has that like like with the green in it, it gives you that sickly feeling of kind of like you know what Edward Norton's good. He suffers from narcolepsy. He's not dealing with mental illness. They're talking about all these other people's illnesses, like mm-hmm. testicular cancer and everything else through the whole movie. Uh, uh, I think of Money for the Greed that Tyler's trying to teach Edward Norton that you need to get away from. That's what all America is about. You, you know. You know, the things that you own end up owning you type thing. So yeah. get away from the green, green for greedy, you know, live your life every day at time, enjoy it to the fullest type thing. But uh, yeah, when I watched, I mean, I'd already had my list done uh, and I, I just, it, I just didn't think of green. And then it hit me. And like I said, I watched it again today on a different TV and there is a green hue through a large part of the market. There are some yellows mixed in there, like a yellowish green, but I think, like, uh, I read that David Fincher does this in a lot of his movies, is he also throws in some really contrasting colors. So you have this kind of pale, mundane color, and then he throws Tyler in there with these red leather jackets and these bright colors mm. that don't go together. So he stands out from the film of everything else going on. That's why Fincher is one of the best, man. He, yeah. he thinks More about those little details. Well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, that's, so that's, Jason, just to sum up, your number two has a pale green hue to it. Is that what you're trying to uh, tell us? After I drink lots of green beer on St. <laughs> Patty's Day, it usually has a green hue to it. Okay. <laughs> so it has a sickly morning. green hue to it. <laughs> oh, you've after been all dr- that beer and all that food coloring they put in it, yeah, you feel sickly the next morning. Now, you've been drinking a bunch of grape juice, man. Grape juice turns your fucking poop like gamma. Like, like I think grape juice has what? like gamma radiate radiation in it because it turns my poop green. <laughs> <laughs> Did you drink some of that soda gamma. that had the Hulk blood in it? Yeah, right. it has. <laughs> you got the gamma. gamma. He's got gamma shit. <laughs> Taking a Hulk side. You wouldn't gamma like shit. his shit when it's angry. <laughs> hey, I used to, I, I used to, I dubbed Josh uh, back in the day. He blew up a Wendy's bathroom, and I called him Saddam Hussein. From that point on. <laughs> oh. so. And then from that point on, I was known as the bathroom terrorists. <laughs> yep. 
it would blow it up at a fast food place. Hey, dude, pull over. I got to go. And he I dude, I just blow that up. I blew it up, oh, dude. No. Don't go in there. <laughs> I love we're talking about uh, Josh's number twos. And on to your number two, Eric. Is it well? Is it chunky? Is it little, you know, is it like soft serve? Uh, uh, well, let's find <laughs> out. Um, what is my number two? My number two is Moneyball. That's it out of left field. <laughs> ah, give this man a rim shot. Yeah, beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> well deserved. Uh, yeah, Moneyball. Um, you know what's green? Money. Money. Uh, you know what else is green? The the Oakland, Oakland A's. A's. What else is green? The field. grass. Yeah, uh, the stadium. Uh, all their clothes. Uh, yeah, just it's greens everywhere. That's it. Hey, That's the thing it. about that movie that I didn't realize, and I've seen it a few times, uh, I, it, it and it never like jumped out. That's like one of Chris Pratt's earliest movies. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's kind of Star Lord. <laughs> so. Andy Dwyer, bro. Andy Dwyer. Yeah. yeah. It's pre Dwyer, uh, right? Is it pre Dwyer? No, it's not. No, I think it's around the same time pre-Dwyer. he was doing Parks and Rec. I think I don't it was know, when because he was... in that he's kind of chunky, but in this he's thin. Yeah. Well, well ball, I mean, he's a baseball player. He's thin. He got thin at the end of Parks and Rec for like Zero Dark Thirty and all those movies. So yeah. it, it probably still could have been Maybe. around the same time. But yeah, could have been. Yeah, it's definitely pre-Star Lord. You know, working out. You know, walking around with no shirt on. You know, twelve pack, all that shit. I once ate a Twix with the wrapper on it, and I've never seen the wrapper come out. Also, I've swallowed every piece of gum that I've chewed for the past 25 years. Money. I don't know. All right, Moneyball. Anyway, Moneyball. <laughs> Moneyball? I'll, I'll have to go Money- back and watch Moneyball. I've only watched it once, but I oh, do. Moneyball's great. I do it's remember a great movie. liking it's- it, yeah. I, I typically like sports movies. For a guy who's not into sports, I usually very much well, enjoy I, sports movies. I do so. not care about baseball at all. Um, yeah, I, really, I, I there's not a lot of baseball years. in this movie. It's not really. Um, what's I his mean, name? There, the, uh, you got Brad Pitt, but what's um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, Robin, he, he Robin does Wright. Good. Jonah yeah. Hill does a good job in this movie. Mm-hmm. He does. And is this one of the? I know, I know, Jonah Hill took a pay cut to work with Scorsese on Wolf of Wall Street, and I think he's known for doing stuff like that. Like, if he really wants to work with certain. Actors this or directors like before that, but yeah, uh, yeah, this was before that. This was one of his first serious, more serious roles. Wasn't he nominated for? I a... think he got nominated in yeah. this movie. So, Eric, yeah. Mr. Google, or I IMDb? got it on. Uh, where does it Gosh, say? Well, let us know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah. if you like those movies, I'm gonna tell you another baseball movie that's really good is uh, Trouble with the Curve with Clint Eastwood, Justin Timberlake. I, ha- I haven't watched that one. That's actually a pretty damn good movie. Clint Eastwood's movies are very, his directed movies are very hit and miss for me. Like some of them I like, some of them I don't. There's certain aspects of uh, American Sniper that I really liked and certain aspects of it that I thought were terrible. Uh, So I'm very like, I go into Clint Eastwood movies very like on guard because I'm afraid I won't like them. But most of the time I'm, they're okay. But sometimes they, so Eric's number two was Moneyball. Josh, you're number two. Oh, man, this is where it gets tight for me, guys, because, like, I got so many movies here that I got to narrow down into a, into a number two and a number one spot, but I think I'm going to go with Cloverfield as my number two. Mm. 
And we, I just mentioned that on another episode about yep. monsters. It's uh, you know, and it's funny. This is another found footage movie that's appeared on this list. And I don't care for a ton of the found footage movies I've seen, but some of them I think do it really well. Wreck is one of them. Um, I'm not even a big fan of Blair Witch Project. And I, I know you are, Eric, but. You know, um, I, I really wasn't until I watched it recently and it blew me away. So maybe yeah. you just need a rewatch. Maybe. And and I tend to, the older I get when I rewatch stuff like that, that I didn't really like when I was younger, I end up liking them a lot more the next time I watch it now. But Cloverfield roped me in from the beginning. And I remember the the thing that got me with Cloverfield was the marketing for it. Oh, the marketing was crazy for this thing. There was, you know, trailers were very minimal. It was only short little snippets of scenes from the movie. And it was just enough to make you go, what the fuck is this movie? And it, it was like, it could have been a Godzilla movie they were making. It could have been anything but like you didn't know they weren't going to tell you they that was that was prime trailer days i think like now we get trailers that completely just fucking spoil movies for us or show us most of the good stuff in them but i remember cloverfield like that 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 movie could have been shit but i was still going to go see it because the trailer roped me in like that yeah. and uh you know you got jj abrams attached to it um and this ties into the Batman, which is coming out at the end of the week. Um, Matt Reeves directed Cloverfield, so I'm 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 a fan of Matt Reeves, man. I, I most of the stuff he's done, I've very very much enjoyed. Um, so, I mean, he's he's I've heard great stuff about the Batman. I mean, there's a couple people that have seen it, said it's pretty good. I'm not uh, I'm not I'm avoiding spoilers, but yep. I'm excited to see it. But uh, Matt Talking Reeves about trailers, I. I watched that. I think the first trailer they released and I'm not, I haven't looked at anything else. I don't want to, I just want to go in as fresh right. as possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, it's going to be a, a weekend watch for me. We're going to, uh, me and the, the lady are going to probably go see it Saturday. I, they have a, a special DC viewing at a lot of theaters tomorrow. Huh? Uh, and, but mine was sold out. Like they had three seats in the very front row. I yeah. didn't even know about it. until I went to go look for tickets for, like a Thursday showing or Friday or Saturday. And then it had a, it says just for like, I guess DC wanted to do this something special for all their fans, you know, cause generally their movies bomb. Mm -hmm. uh, they're no Marvel, <laughs> but I have, I'm feeling good about this just from the trailer. Well, and, well their, uh, their Batman movies have always been pretty successful. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you talk about the rest of the stuff within the DC universe, it's been, eh, but yeah, Batman's usually a, uh, a money, a money cow. <laughs> yeah. Batman. So, but yeah, I mean, Matt Reeves, uh, Cloverfield, this was his first, you know, first directed movie. And then he did the remake of let me in, which is a, a pretty damn good remake of let the right one in a, a really good vampire movie. If you haven't seen oh, that, yeah. I definitely suggest checking it out. I'll watch it. Um, and then two of the planet of the apes sequels, the newer ones, he did the, the last two, I believe. Or let's see. No, he did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes. So there's one of them he didn't do. But, yeah, I mean, I, I love Cloverfield. I think it's great. I mean, if you start to really pick it apart, yeah, it makes it, – it's silly thinking that somebody would have carried around a camera while all this stuff was going on. But um, having having kind of been through uh, – well, we'll just kind of put it out there. Having been through a Category 5 hurricane in my house, this movie hits a lot different for me now from the, the – uh, 
the terror aspect of it and, and just, you know, the, the fact that something happens that you weren't expecting and then all those, all the shit going on around you and the destruction and the mass hysteria. And like, while that's not exactly what I experienced, it's still like one of those things that kind of puts me in a little bit of a state of like, oh shit, like I love this movie, but now I'm a little uncomfortable watching it. And that sort of sucks, but I still, I think this movie's fantastic, especially for a found footage movie and color green. It, it brings, it brings this movie to mind for me. So that's my number two. Sure. Cool. Sure. Well, Hey, before we go to number one, how about we do some honorable mentions? Cause I know you guys did more than four. Like I did. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't I say we need to do an hour of honorable mentions, but <laughs> I only I did like three. Okay, let's do three. Pick three. Pick three honorable mentions. Just throw them out. You ain't got to talk about them. Just throw them out there. Oh, throw your three out there, buddy. Um, I did the Green Mile. I had that on my list. Yep. Yeah, I threw that there. You know, the floor, everything about the Green Mile. It's reminds me of that. Uh, the fog, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. That threw it out there, and the one, yeah, Eric threw the thing out there about trees and stuff like that. I threw uh, my favorite version of James Cameron's Avatar, Fern Gully. <laughs> <laughs> Fern Gully came to mind for me too. I won't lie. I have Fern Gully in there. My girlfriend totally seconded that motion. Uh, she actually put it out there, but I already had it on my list. But yeah, uh, I prefer to watch Fern Gully over any of that crap that's in the Avatar movie. Jason has my such opinion. a fucking chip on his shoulder for Avatar, man. <laughs> he is just like, no, I'm not watching this fucking remake of Fern Gully. It's fucking like. You know, no, I, I, I did watch it. Remember, I text you. I watched it, and I literally was like, "It's fucking fern gully." <laughs> so I, and it's not just me; it's all over the internet. People do agree with me, so I'm like, "I'm not alone in this." And even my ladies, he said, "Yeah, I can see the similarities." And why I'm is like, that bad? Thank you. I just don't want to see it because Fern Gully was the perfect movie. James Cameron fucked it up. I don't know. I feel like I'd rather watch Avatar than Fern Gully. <laughs> oh, I love. I would stuff. definitely rather watch Avatar than. <laughs> And I don't even really like Avatar that much. I don't really care for it that much either. (laughs) I would rather watch Fern Gully because it's got Robin Williams in it. Makes the day right there. So Yeah, okay. But that's my three uh, uh, green honorable mentions. Eric? Uh, Let's see. I had Reanimator, Matrix, Predator, uh, Apocalypto, very green. Oh. Okay. Uh, Batman Forever. I thought about that one. I thought about putting that one on the list, but I didn't. And uh, I guess that's it. Oh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, uh, Green Room, and Shrek. I have Green Room on my list as well. And And for all of you listening, we will be talking about Green Room. It'll be our last episode of the month of March. So we're going to be talking about a little bit of a newer movie for everybody. So. Get you get uh, get ready for that green the green room, it's a uh, it's a fucking awesome movie man. It's definitely one of my honorable, honorable mentions. Um, Nathan and I briefly talked about it on one of the episodes of For New Eyes Only, but uh, yeah, I mean, and and I think in our Hitcher episode that I did with Nathan as well. But that movie, you know, Jason and I have have been in bands and went and played in different places and stuff. And that movie really resonates with people like us because like we, we've been in some shady fucking situations like they are in that one. Save it for that episode. Oh yeah. Save it. We're going to put it in that one. All right. So my honorable mentions, um, I have the matrix on there. I have the green mile on mine. Uh, I'm, I'm hesitant to mention this one because I feel like Eric's number one is going to be this movie. 
So I'll 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 reserve I'll reserve this until Eric gives his number one. Okay. Um, I'm really curious what you think my number one is. <laughs> I actually kind of thought that my number one Josh would have mentioned. So hmm. well, this is I'm I'm excited to see what everybody's number one is now. But those are those are the ones I'll throw out there. I mean, I have you know, the Matrix. I mean, you can't think of the Matrix yeah. and not think green. Yeah, Matrix um, should have been in all of our lists. I'm sure we all didn't put it on there because it was so obvious. Yes, yeah, right. I, that's yeah. why I didn't. I wanted to challenge myself to not yeah. put it on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Matrix obviously is one of the first things you think. Oh, and and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I, mm, I have that as an honorable one. mention too. Turtle power. Yep. The ooze is green. That was another movie as a kid that I was like, it was like Terminator Two, man. Like I wanted to see it so bad when it came out. Begged my mom to take me to see it. Didn't get to go to the theater to see it. Didn't see it till it came out on VHS. But man, I wore the fucking tape out after I got it, dude. I love that first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. 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 So number ones. Number ones. Jason. Drum roll. My number one green movie. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you fucking asshole. You have to say it. I threw it in there at the last second. I made a funny. I told you, I said, I cannot believe it is not made on your list. Me, me and Josh do share the same brain sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes on the show. But yeah, that is my number one green movie. When I think green, I think turtles in a half shell and they're green. Yep. Uh, dude, love the cartoon. This movie, I watched it the other night. Uh, man, it's still great. I can still watch it. Does it hold up as great as some other? No, but it is just a fun watch every time. The little jokes, the fighting, the the Jim Henson suits. It was one of his last ones. I think he died right after the movie premiered or shortly thereafter. So we got to see the master Jim Henson one last time on the big screen. Uh, all his uh, creations and those suits still stand up. I mean, you got the CGI stuff that they've done. It's horrible. I don't like it. Yeah. But uh, dude, that's yeah. yeah. When you think green, man, you think Ninja Turtles. That's I, just... I, I would love to hear what, you know, younger people think of that first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. But like, yeah, I mean, there's 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 nostalgia there. There's the fact that all that shit is practical. You don't have any of that computer generated stuff there. I will say the Michael Bay produced stuff and the CG turtles like I watched those movies and I had a good time with them, but they don't yeah. hold a candle to that to that first movie. Yeah, it's and just. It was, yeah. And it was crazy. You mentioned Blair Witch because that's in my notes. This was the highest grossing independent movie until the Blair Witch Project came out. It made. Two hundred and two million dollars yeah. in nineteen ninety. Crazy. Yeah. Really do the infla- do the inflation cost? What? How much money yeah. that would be? Really today. low budget too. Like it. Yeah. Super spend low. Spend a lot. I don't. I think. I think it had actually beat. I think uh, Halloween. Yeah. I think because Halloween, I think was the biggest grossing independent film until this. And it. And you know what, dude? It blows me away that you know. To think that movies that had budgets, micro budgets like those, that went on to make multi million dollars. And the fact that like sometimes like today filmmaking has become this thing where we're cutting corners and using computer generated stuff so much that it's the norm. It's like, how did people with such a tight budget pull off movies like that where everything is in camera and the suits were all practical and it just, it, it still blows my mind how they made movies back then and they can't make them like that now. It's, it's got to resort to like shitty graphics a lot of the time. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's become it's become something that I'm used to watching now, especially with like Marvel movies. I mean, half the time you're watching a Marvel movie, you're watching these guys 
in front of a green screen, but yeah. it has at least gotten better to where like sometimes you can't tell, you know, it's not like yeah. fucking attack of the clones bad. Yeah. Oh <laughs> God. Or so, even was it Matri uh, matrix part three where he's fighting all the Smiths? Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. And Hell, then even the new Matrix movie, yeah. it's horrible. <laughs> it's okay because it's in the Matrix. Duh. Okay, oh, we're, we're not no. going to go down this if road. It looks no. fake. It's okay because it is fake. It's in the Matrix, guys. Come on. Nothing right is there. real. Nothing is real. It's a computer generated, literally in the story. <laughs> but dude, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, Ninja Turtles that always hold a place in my heart with this movie. Uh, I got a friend of mine, uh, Kim, dude. She is a Michelangelo Ninja Turtle fanatic. I mean, I just call her Ninja Turtle when I talk to her. <laughs> but uh, she loves part two because it's got vanilla ice in it. And she could do the whole rap. So, I, well, you I, know, I, a few years ago, we went to the spring game at, at FSU. And after the game, Vanilla Ice performed. No fucking way! In oh, the stadium, dude. are you serious? And, and a and and Michelangelo in a a suit that looked, you know, essentially like the movie suits, came out and danced during the. Wow, dance. dude! Yeah. I've seen some guys on TikTok. I actually follow them of them wearing the suits and hanging out in their house, and like Shredder <laughs> like lives down the street and shit. <laughs> and I mean, those suits look movie quality. I yeah, was like, yeah. Damn, They're that's great. some good shit. Yeah, she yeah. told me a story. She actually got on the bus with him and did the ninja rap with him. With who? With I Vanilla Ice. Wait, is, that, is, that, is that code for something? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you did the ninja rap with him. Did you do the ninja rap? Oh, Kim, no. Did you really do the ninja uh, She, I don't know. She might want to do the ninja rap. She's definitely in love with Vanilla Ice. So, <laughs> yeah. I've been seeing besides Josh and his collecting Ninja Turtles, she, she's the big only dude. Her whole light room is covered. Well, that's like in her house is Ninja Turtles everywhere. Well, that's the thing about this movie. Like I, I collect, you know, I collect all kinds of collectibles and whatnot, but, and you could go overboard with collecting Ninja Turtles stuff right now. It is very big. It's back in the zeitgeist and like, and it's high dollar. Yeah. But like, I only collect the stuff from the movie, that yeah. first movie. I, I'm only really interested in that because I just have an attachment to this movie into the, and, and that's, that's all I'm really interested in. I liked the cartoon when I was a kid, but the movie is really where it was at for me. I liked the cartoon and I had a lot of the action figures, mm -hmm. the, like the five inch action figures. Who, yep. who would go through a whole roll of quarters on the game? At the oh arcade? yeah. Yeah. Turtles Dude, in that, time. That shit was no, no. Amazing. I was talking about oh, the, tur the original turtles game. You're talking the about arcade. the original turtles game. That's like impossible to play. Yeah. The one it's just a left and right side game. Scroller. Yeah. Side yeah, scroller. Yeah. yeah. That's that man. I, I went through so many rolls of quarters playing that game and I still love it. If I see it, I know you can buy them now, like at Walmart, the little standalone turtles yeah. games. Yeah. I might need to get one. So just get but the that's little NES. The little NES with like the hundred NES games on it. That that'll have it on. There. Still not the same, dude. I want an arcade console. You want a box? Yeah, I want a box. He wants mine. something. He wants something that's going to take up space in a house that has no space. <laughs> yeah, I'm crammed here in the corner doing a podcast with my little Let's bit keep of it space in the yard. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put it out in my shed. Play it out there. So, but Eric, what's your number one? I'm mine up. I want to know if I, I want to I'm know. Really oh, yeah. I'll be amazed <laughs> if you guess it. All right. Now, this is crazy. He guessed mine. and it was, So are you going to have the same one? My number one is my, my neighbor Totoro. Oak. 
you are fucking with me. <laughs> yeah. I am not. You I are. Am not. That is not no, your I'm number not. one. That is not your number yeah, one. Yeah, that's not your number one. No, it is. What, what do you think my number one is? I thought you were going to say Prince of Darkness. Oh, yeah. I did think of that. But I just don't. I don't know. This this one takes the cake. And uh, I thought you might say Prince of Darkness, actually. I was thinking about that one. But um, no, you know, it's uh, something about this movie that's just comforting. And. Uh, happy and uh healthy and kind and uh magical and um obviously there's visually a lot of green and all this lush landscape um you know mythical uh forest creatures and uh <laughs> and you know there's no bad guys there's no villains there's no uh you know, There's I no, like I have no reply idea what the hell you're talking about. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm Google like, it. I will Google. have to. I've never even heard of this movie. It's I'm a, just being honest. It's a it's a it's, it's a anime. Ghibli movie. It's a Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah, I Disney. know Studio Ghibli movies, but I've still never heard of this one. It's like the most popular one. I can't believe you haven't heard no, of my neighbor to This guy. Okay, yes, it to, is. This might this might need to work its way. <laughs> onto the schedule at some point because uh this movie is wonderful and uh you know i it's almost entirely green <laughs> almost the whole time so so if you uh, google if you google if you google studio ghibli my neighbor totoro is the second one on the list hold on and and totoro is like often like the icon of that entire studio like yeah his image is really what well. You when y'all say that, he goes up in Toy Story for God's yeah. sake. All right, these are the ones I've seen. I've seen Ponyo, or if I say that right, Howl's Moving Castle, Kiki's Delivery Service. When you say Studio Ghibli, those are the three I think of. You've like gone around the most popular yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah. You're such a, a hipster, dude. And Princess, was it Mononoke? I can never pronounce her Princess name. Princess Mononoke. I had a friend turn me on to these, and we watched them all within a like a week. So, but I never watched that one, the Totoro one. Now, I know what you're doing away. Hello. That's the, that's the first one that pops up when you Google yeah. it for me. Uh, but you're saying my neighbor, I now know the character, but I didn't okay. know the name of the movie. I know the little okay. character thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my neighbor Totoro and you know, what's weird. I was just kind of like looking up, you know, when I was getting ready for this episode and I had never heard, and this kind of goes against why this movie makes me feel so good, but apparently there's a theory that it, it ties it's it's making reference to um a a murder in 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 japan and there's like weird theories and like connections between the character names and the dates that Mm. it's happening and Mm. and the girls and there's like some weird like uh uh metaphor for you know like when the cat bus takes the girl she's going she's dying and like all kinds of weird i've briefly heard about this and I, um, I I don't want to like get into it too deep because I you know it goes on and on. But uh, I was like, oh damn, that's kind of gnarly. But yeah, this movie it's it's so weird because it could very well be inspired by that. But it's it's presented in such a just a, an amazingly uh, just a unique way that uh, a, a lot of movies it just breaks a lot of typical story structure type of things ways to build uh excitement and things like that are kind of flipped and to the positive in most most of the scenarios and all the characters are nice there's no 
disgusting icky characters that you hate and it's it's weird everyone in town is pretty nice and <laughs> it's just i don't know it makes me feel good jenny and i just watched this for the first time a couple years ago and uh, I, I'm not big into anime, and I've, I've only seen a very minimal amount of it and whatnot, and se- especially the Studio Ghibli stuff. Like, I, I own a few of them, but that's the only one I've managed to watch so far. I do remember watching that movie and, and, and thinking it was pretty weird. And I remember that I had this sense of, like, I, w- I kept waiting for something bad to happen. Through, throughout yeah. the movie like they yeah, set yeah, it up yeah. to where like at any point in time like something bad could happen in this movie but I, you know and sorry jason you haven't seen it but like nothing bad happens in that movie it's 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 really like a feel-good movie but, which is you know which very well might be it, it might be a reaction to how bad that you know that actual thing that happened i mean if it i mean there's some convincing you know points of reference you know mm-hmm. uh in that theory and you know it could very well be like a almost like um you know almost like uh once upon a time in hollywood sort of rewriting the story right right the bad thing doesn't happen at the end you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh i i yeah so it's it's interesting but yeah it it is it's just a wonderful experience (laughs) and it's a favorite uh, watching with my kids they loved it growing up so it's uh yeah that's my number one. Nice. That was that was a surprise. I did not expect that. Okay, so we're talking surprise. so far. We got childhood favorites and stuff here going. So, yeah. Josh, what is yours? Well, I'm gonna stick with the theme, and "Romancing the Stone" is my number one green movie. Ah, nice. Um, or jungle, jungle, and the 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 jewel or the the, the stone. The, the stone in the movie is is fucking green uh beautiful and <laughs> just the fact that they're going after this this stone throughout the movie and that's how the whole adventure begins is them trying to find this stone and this was the uh, i've talked about it briefly on the show before but you know this was the first movie i remember going to a video store renting a vcr renting this movie and my mom taking me home and this was yeah. the, this was my first experience of the joy of watching a movie on vhs in my house so instantly, when you said when we said we were going to do green movies, that was the first one that just popped right. It in my makes head. a lot of sense now that you say it. It's like, of course, that would be Josh's number one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as I've said before, I love that movie too. That was a big one that I would rent a lot as a kid. Uh, it's a great, you know, adventure movie, and it almost has like a Indiana Jones feel sorts. Like Absolutely. Michael Douglas, yeah. Michael Douglas is kind of your Indiana Jones of that movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean some. some comic relief you know there's some tension there's some adventure there's some danger there's you know yeah it's it ticks all those boxes my first introduction to danny devito who i'm fucking in love with right now because because i've started watching it's always sunny in philadelphia (laughs) (laughs) not only are we kidnappers but i'm about to have a close encounter with a cattle prod and he is god dude he is so fucking good on that show he fits in with those guys so well have you ever watched the the bloopers of that show I th- i've mentioned that some before. of them some i've watched of more of the bloopers than the show but mm-hmm. uh he always makes them laugh you know because he's just hysterical he's such a funny guy romancing the stone it's always going to hold a special place in my heart and it is my number one green movie nice nice we all went nostalgia for our yep. green movies and hopefully one day we'll talk about it on the show so but the one great movie I didn't put on my list, it just reminded me thinking of the whole St. Patty's thing, the Boondock Saints. 
I thought about that one too. Because on, on St. Patty's Day, we're all Irish. <laughs> you <laughs> Shit, know, fuck uh, ass. <laughs> and we've, I think we've talked about this movie off mic. Uh, well, you know, yeah. maybe after we were done with an episode at some point. But that was a movie that I loved the first time I saw it, first couple of times I saw it. But watching it now, I got 30 minutes into it and turned it off. Like there was something about it that I just, I was like, I can't watch this. Like, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'll give it similar, another shot, but yeah, I have a similar kind of reaction to it. I, I don't know. I, I never, I don't know if I ever understood it or got it or whatever, but I saw it once a long time ago. But. It was one of those that just had all this like weird humor in it and everything, the shit with the cat and the guy with the Tourette syndrome and all that. And, and then, you know, it's, it was of the Tarantino era when Tarantino movies were real big and people were trying right. to copy the Tarantino style of things. Sure. Yeah. Wisecracking criminals, yeah. violence. Yeah. 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 So I like it. Well, yeah, th that's our green movies. Uh, we'd like you to talk to us about your favorite movies that you associate with the color green. Leave us a comment on YouTube. Leave us Please. a, leave us a, a tweet on Twitter. Talk to us about the, your favorite green movies. We'd love to talk movies with you. If you have anything that you suggest that we should watch that maybe we should associate with green, let us know. We'd love to, we'd love to hear about it. Green Inferno. Green Inferno. I, I have that on, on my list as well, but decided not to throw it in there. Eric's favorite movie, the Seth Rogen Green Hornet. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, alien, if aliens are green, as we talked about last episode, I could have thrown Paul on there. Paul's a pretty fucking good movie. Yeah, but he's not green. He's not green, but green. we associate aliens with green, according to Jason. <laughs> yes, I do. Little green men. That's what we've always said. So, Field of Dreams. I just think well, of corn. You know, well, grass and, <laughs> and a cornfield that's all pretty green. But yeah, you know, yeah. The yellow corn. Sorry, Josh, I interrupted you with more green movies. Yeah. Please carry on. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say, I mean, while we're here talking about movies and having a great time, we do want to uh, throw a special thing out there for our friend Kate, who um, is a she her her family is from the Ukraine. And right now she is scared for her family that is in the Ukraine. And we just want to say that we are thinking about everyone there. We stand with Ukraine. We don't subscribe to anything that's going on in the Ukraine right now. So, and we wanted to say, Kate, we are thinking about you. She has been a fan of this show from the moment we've started doing it. We are thinking about you. Our hearts are with you and your parents. Absolutely. Many prayers for your family, Kate. So. Hey, fuck Putin. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. So next week, next week we will be back. And uh, next week, I believe is St. Patty's Day. And for St. Patty's Day, we're going to be talking about a little movie called Leprechaun. I'm leprechaun. the leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> a little Wayne's World in there. So, it's been a yeah. while since I've seen Leprechaun, so I'm anxious to revisit it. We figured it'd be a good movie to pick for the St. Patty's Day time. And uh, I don't think Eric has ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a leprechaun. <laughs> He is our leprechaun. He he is our leprechaun. I am the leprechaun. The leprechaun. How tall are you? Like four foot nine? Uh, uh, six foot, six foot nine. <laughs> no, I'm three foot six. He's three he's he's sitting on his pot of gold right now. He's sitting on his pot of gold. <laughs> My feet are. He's just daily. I'm five nine. So. Okay. Five well. Nine. We will be talking about Leprechaun next week, and we are giving away a digital code for all seven 
of the Leprechaun movies. Whoa. You get a digital code for all seven of the Leprechaun movies. Holy shit. Holy shit. Woo. So if you would like to win the digital copy of the of the seven Leprechaun movies, you have to leave a comment on our YouTube page that says Jennifer Aniston. And we will pick one lucky winner to win the digital code of the Leprechaun movies. Who doesn't want to write Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We will be back next week to talk about Leprechaun with you for St. Patty's Day week. And until then, be kind. Rewind! Get the fuck out. TNA's Mutant and Turtle. All right, that was pretty good. You've been listening to the VHS Files Minisode. We drop new episodes every Friday, so make sure you're subscribed and leave us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast. Interact with us on all social media platforms at VHS Files Podcast. Email us any questions, comments, movie suggestions, or games you'd like to hear on a minisode at VHS Files Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. Who does number two work? There we go. There we go. Oh.